Owen, I, I got nothing. I got absolutely nothing at this moment in time. Do you want to know what's amazing? Is for over 120 minutes, I was cheering every kick of the ball that Italy made throughout the penalty shootout. Out of nine of them, I was going absolutely ballistic for either Italy scoring or, or England missing. And it's funny how it boils down to one kick of the game by one player can change your emotions so dramatically. It was just a heartbreak. I'm so bittersweet, man. And like I like I said, <laughs> use boys in the in the WhatsApp group. I would rather get I would rather get that tattoo done ten times over than than Bakay Osaka have to go through what I'm sure he's gonna go through, which is an absolute nightmare. I'm sure we'll touch on that in a bit more detail. Yeah. I mean I mean the, the, the game was incredible. Uh, no one could have predicted a start like they could for England. I said literally less than 24 hours ago with you, Owen, that I thought the game would be cagey. I thought the first half would be all about, you know, feeling each other out. Mm-hmm. Um, and, not, up. Uh, not up. Not up, but out. <laughs> I, I made that very clear uh, for, for no particular reason whatsoever. <laughs> and, um, and I honestly felt that this game was going to be about hesitancy and then to have a goal two minutes in that completely changed the tone of the game. Anytime a team scores in the first five minutes of the game, you, you instantly look at that situation and say, how are they going to react to that? Are, are they going to double up their efforts? Are they going to put them away? In which case, you know, in England against Italy, it's not easy to put a team like that away. You know, if we're, if, if we're playing Sheffield United and we score in the first two minutes, then we should put them away. Italy, different situation. But you, you knew you knew it was going to happen. You knew there was going to be, uh, you know, a, an equivalency. Unless there were incredible saves, unless there were incredible misses, you just knew Italy was going to was going to grow back into the game, and 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 potentially get it done. And uh, it, I, I'm, I'm I'm gutted, Owen. I, I, I've had to explain to a lot of people why me, as a guy who was born in Fairfax, Virginia, USA, has such an attachment to this English national team, and 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 I've explained it, and I and I don't need to defend it anymore. This meant so much to me, man, and yeah. and I just to, for for it to end the way that it did with the compounded factor of having an Arsenal player on the last touch. I would have rather Jorginho made that kick than 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 Saka had to miss it. I, I'm gutted. I'm absolutely gutted. It's 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 funny because I think even when um, right up until uh, like when we were joking about this little bet that we had going on right up until this evening, I was still always relatively confident that that England would likely go on to lose, and and partially the reason for that being was was. Number one, the the amount of experience within that Italy camp from Jorginho, Verratti, Benucci, Chiellini, uh, Donnarumma, you know, so much big game experience. And and whilst the thought that England were actually very very good and surprised me to a certain extent because I thought that they had um, quite an easy path in terms of their their, their way to the final, including Germany, which is a shell of their former self, but. 
I think what shone through more so than the experience of the Italians was the lack of experience from the England camp. And and I think in a way a lot of ability and energy um, brought them brought them through that sort of closed that gap of experience. But really when you think about it, you know, you're talking the big leaders on the pitch for for England. You know, your Harry Kane has never won a trophy. Um Harry Maguire has never won a trophy. You know, Declan Rice has never won a trophy. Calvin Phillips, you know, there's a lot of inexperience, and I think that's what told. Um, well, yeah, every player, for, to 30, every player for Italy, is, every player for Italy plays for Juventus or one of the Milan teams, so they've won trophies. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't disagree with what you're saying. It's just, I, I mean, the crazy thing is, and and we're gonna get we're gonna get those of you uh, who are joining us on open mic, and if you want to join us on the pod. I mean, look. This is a therapy session. Slash, if you wanna, if you if you wanna be happy, if you wanna be sad, if you wanna share your feelings with us, just go to gooneropenmike.com and and we'll bring you on the podcast. But no matter what you feel, um, this was a game that I think once it once we got into the sixty fifth minute, sixty eighth minute, once Italy scored, England's best shot, as ironically as it was, was to go to penalties. Because the, mm-hmm. the, the tide had turned so much at that point that we were that that that, that England and, and I'm going to call England we okay so I'm just going to apologize that for that in advance. Um, we didn't know what to do with the lead once we got it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and see that that is probably what I would say is the the mistake on England's part. I think they were they were too comfortable to rest on their laurels. And I think to a certain extent that could likely be down to one of two things, either nerves of the big occasion or 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 pragmatic management from Gareth Southgate, um, which is something that we have seen. That's not not, you know, outside the realms of possibility that that was all trickling down from Gareth Southgate. Um because I think with the with the, the the style of players that England have, they tend to be all go. And something a, a big mistake I thought that Gareth Southgate made was that he didn't make changes quick enough. Italy were freshening up their team; they were changing systems, and, and Gareth Southgate, I think, was slightly shell shocked and didn't know how to how to counter that. Well, let, let's bring on our first uh, and and at this moment our only <laughs> uh, uh, open mic participant. <laughs> If you want to join the podcast, if you want to have your say, join. Uh, go to gooneropenmike.com. We have somebody in the red room who uh, who has been in the chat for a long time. He's a friend of ours uh, who who we've had very good contact with in the in the uh, in the Highbury squad. Uh, this is a guy who I'm thrilled to talk to. Finally, um, I wish it was under different circumstances, but Demsec, my friend. Um, Hi, guys. Welcome, hey, to the, welcome to the Gooners podcast. I'm just sad there's no, no tattoo. Well, you know, I mean... <laughs> how, about go, how about having it's gone to Rome tattooed on <laughs> I'm telling you, mate, nobody's happier than my missus. She was checking on the score the whole evening and she never is an interest in football. But no, look, as I said, mate... Um, for me, I would have got that tattoo ten times over um, rather than see Bakayo Saka go through what he's just gone through. Um, oh, how, how for you, as as not just an Arsenal fan but an England fan, how did it feel for you? Because when when he was walking up, I knew that he was missing it. He had missed his last three penalties. There was a question. I didn't, in the feel, ch- good. I didn't feel good about it at all. We we my son the, and I, my son who's in the chat right now, and I hope he, uh, you know, if he wants to come on the podcast, buddy, you're w- more than welcome. But. 
we were trying to figure out who the five penalty takers would be. And especially after those two yeah, last substitutes right at the end, I was, I was worried it would be Saka. I never thought he would be well, fifth. I, I, I'd got Sterling taking one and not Saka. But well, Dempsey, does, that, does, that, does that not show per a, a lack of leadership from those England players and from Gareth Southgate to, uh, to not step in and take somebody who is obviously extremely inexperienced at that level in national football and puts, put one of the sort of more solid heads in to take that penalty? It, it, it's a bit of a catch-22 because if Sterling says, me back end's going for want of a better way of saying it, are you better off putting a young lad in who's keen to take it but inexperienced than really? I mean, Sterling at the end was shattered, wasn't he? You could see it. And he says, I ain't got it in me. What do you do? But I was just disappointed that Sterling didn't feel that he had to take it. I mean, like everybody else, I'd got four straight away. And in the end, I thought, well, maybe Maguire will take one. But I never thought Sterling wouldn't take one. Do we want to? Bukayo. I, I think I think we have to do this, and it's not because it's it's um, flashy or or because we're all about the narrative and stuff. But I I want to nip something in the bud right now, and I'm going to bring my I, I'm I'm going to bring someone who I love dearly, and this is my son Jake into the podcast. Uh, Dempsey, this is my son. He's he's 15 feet away from the different room. We we've been rooting for England this entire time together. And and we just had a little moment before the podcast went on where we where we went through that shootout and figured out who made shots and who didn't, and and I'm already seeing it. And I don't I I don't want to dwell on this, but I have to. We're already seeing it about who made the penalties for England and who missed. And and, and I mean now Dempsey, we're not not the exact address, but where where approximately do you live? Well, I live in the Midlands of the UK. Right. I'm from down south, but I currently live in the Midlands. All right, so so you're right in the middle of things, as it were. And I mean, yeah, it, are you worried that the narrative is going to be that Maguire and Kane made their penalties, and Saka and Rashford and Sancho didn't? Well, actually, or, I think or am I, or, Rashford. I, I don't want to think that I'm just making more of this than it is, but I've seen in a lot of our friends, you know, our, we have chat groups, Owen. With well, you're with, obviously look. This, this is a very, very, very touchy subject, and obviously you're teetering around it. And let's be quite frank; it's already taken place in overwhelming amount of numbers. There's a massive amount of racist scrutiny going towards the guys who missed their penalties, and this is often, I think. I think this has always been that sort of bitter pill within the England I mean, fan base because. You can blame Arsenal players for missing or Manchester United players for missing, yeah. although although one made it, one missed when, when it came to you. You can do that, but I'm, this is just setting up for a narrative that's going to crush me. It's going to absolutely crush yeah, me. No, I, I don't like that narrative at all. That you, In fact, it, it hadn't occurred to me until you just said it because I couldn't believe that Rashford had missed. I didn't I either. I never thought mm-hmm. that Rashford would miss. You know, mm-hmm. I don't... I don't see players as black and white or whatever. You know, they're just football players. They may play for a team that I support or they might not. I mean, I've supported England tonight and that's just the way the game's gone. Right. Unfortunately, there are going to be those idiots that are going to take a different view. Well, and, and, and I hate to make it a talking point because you're almost shining a light on 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 
discussing things that if you didn't shine a light on me, but, but if I don't shine a light on that, it's not going to go away because it's already happening. No. Um, Jake, you and I watched that game together. Uh, you're, you're a 17 year old who grew up in 2003 in the United States has spent maybe four weeks total in your life in London, but explain to me your, your connection to this club. Like, like what did this game mean to you and how are you feeling at this moment to put you on the spot? Well, Frankly, as an England fan, because I mean, I, I have the connection because you have the connection. So because it's it's been so important to you, it's going to be in, like I, I feel not obligated, but I, I I just like have the same interest. And so right now I'm just with everything that we've been saying about the pen misses as well. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm seeing it already, which is ridiculous. It's 15 minutes after the game ends and I'm seeing it already all over social media. And it, it's just it's awful. But. You've been dealing with stuff with your with 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 your close friend group. You've been dealing with stuff since the since the uh, round of sixteen, where they were, because because oh, your they, friends they, in general, dealing with so much. And they just, your friend, like, your friend, your friends. I mean, look, I know your friends. They're they're fantastic people, but they're they're Real Madrid and and Barcelona fans. They're they're international fans. They're they're. I mean, they're FIFA. They're the FIFA generation. Let's be honest with you. So are you, except for me. But like. The, the hate for England from those guys and the and the lack of respect. I mean, the, the laughing about how they're never going to get past Germany, which, you know, I don't know anyone that would have been so obvious about us not beating Germany. <laughs> but, but I mean, it, it's crazy. And even, even when this game, even when England was up one nil today, they were still going ridiculously nuts. Yeah. On you. But here, here's, here's a good question for you, Jake. Okay. Because as somebody who has embraced England so much, okay. Um, often I think often I think when you're outside the circle of supporting England everybody sort of England's often a bit of a laughing stock of the national tournaments their fan base is always one that is very passionate and gets behind and is often let down very much jokes aside very much like Spurs would you know always the ambition but never the glory but is there a certain sense of glory with this England team and how far they have come against the odds with teams like France and Portugal and, and Italy, all these big, big teams, uh, and England have got so far and triumphed against um, maybe some of the odds and, and uh, overperformed? Yeah, um, from what I've seen, everybody is like, um, like hating on England about how they had like easy way to get to the final here and like, when you win the group, you get put in a better spot in terms of a tournament. So, like, it's part – like, there is some luck in, like, the way of them getting to the final. But, like, they still beat Germany. They still, like, put themselves in a good position where they wouldn't have to play against teams like France and Portugal and Spain and, like, those kinds of teams. So, I, I feel like the best thing to say is, obviously, they should have a lot to be proud of because they got to a final. And I think there's there is more to come. But I think – Obviously, I wish it went the other way, but I, I definitely think they they have a lot to be proud of in terms of getting this far. And Damsek, when we look at England's performances throughout this tournament, I would argue maybe that this tournament has just come too soon for this particular group of players. I mean, there's, there is, all jokes aside, a really solid foundation of, of, of young players within the English system now. And do you have sort of high hopes for the next tournament? Or, or do you think that maybe we've just seen England peak and miss an opportunity? No, I genuinely hope that this is a stepping stone for the next tournament. That this will, will push help them push on. 
I mean, was it was it 2012? Stockley Park was built or the design to build built, and something like 2013. That I think Greg Dyke said something like, um, "We're building for the future," and I think we're now starting to see the fruition of the work that's been put in to English game because a lot of if you look at the Italian league, uh, uh, the German league, French French league, their leagues aren't necessarily. I won't say, I don't mean this in a derogatory way, diluted by foreign players. So they have a lot of homegrown players that, that could compete against each other, that compete. But because the Premiership is so competitive and so big globally, the pool that we can pick from has, in a way, been diluted because we're unable to bring through the numbers of players for the national team that other countries can do. So it's where the Premier League is a and a, and a curse. The Premier League, league, but a curse for the national team. Mm -hmm. For well, sure. The, the, the players on the English national team, I mean, think about who England had on the bench in this tournament. Jaden Sancho most of the time. Foden most of the time. Saka some of the time. Uh, Grealish, Grealish most of the time. I mean, it's hard not to think that the future is bright for this for this yeah. national team. And and yeah. yeah, I mean, the opportunities are are few and far between. Although in eighteen months there's a World Cup, and then in, I guess in another three years there's a there's a Euro, and then another four years there's another World Cup. I mean, I hate to use the word golden generation, but but. This will ultimately, and, and we could look back on this 15 years from now and say this was the height of our of, of Arsenal, <laughs> of of England's resurgence. And I hope that we're not looking back on that. But I mean, there's a lot to look forward to. This this was but not can, an can, unexpected. This was unexpected <clears throat> early. This wasn't unexpected. This was can I can I get off my um, being polite high horse and, and come down and start throwing some shots, okay, because yeah, I, yeah, do, I, I, I think we, we've gotten through the, the, the 18 minutes of me being angry are, are and you, sad and... No, I'm <laughs> suggesting that Kane's passed it. Just don't, no, yeah, no, yeah, just no. don't turn my son into a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure that you're well capable of doing that on your own. I'll leave that job to you. Um, what was I going to say? No, but the issue I do have is with Jaden Sancho and Marcus Rashford because for me, where England fell short this evening was where I have criticised England for, for, for years and it's the, the arrogance in big moments, in big moments where you haven't earned the right to be arrogant, to be taking stylistic type penalties against one of the best keepers on the planet. Um, and, and for me, that just embodies everything that is wrong with the mindset of that England camp. It, it's just a sense of arrogance that, that hasn't been earned. Would it, would it be fair to say that? I mean, Demsek, I'm going to ask you that question. But, I mean, like, look, in a penalty shootout, I don't know that you can hyperanalyze it because if you were, you would start with Jorginho making a guaranteed penalty. You would not start with him being the one person that missed one or, or one of two people that missed one. Fair dues to Jordan Pickford, who was absolutely outstanding in that penalty yeah. shootout too. I mean, he did everything he did everything he possibly could, but but I, I mean, so so I don't know that it's that much about I I don't love the 118th minute substitutes 
coming on just to just to take a pen. Uh, we've seen it happen with 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 keepers before. We've seen uh, what's his name from uh, the the the. Kepa? No, we've seen the guy come in from uh, from the Netherlands to to um, to for penalty shootouts in the World Tim Cup. Before. Who was it? Tim Kroll. Yeah, we've seen Tim Kroll come in. Exactly. There's my boy. You see, we've seen him come in to, to stop penalties, but to bring in a guy fresh in 119 minutes and then have him come in and take a penalty, I, I you know, look, as mu- as big of an athlete as I am, clearly, and as in shape as I am, and 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 uh, in tune to the to the to the mentality of an athlete as I clearly am, I don't know if that's the best idea. Bringing two guys in in the 119th minute and then having them basically decide the the, the European Championship, but. Uh, but that's that. That's just me, Jake. We're gonna we're gonna let you go so that you can have the rest of the evening. I, I love having you on the podcast. Um, you're my favorite guest because you're handsome. And uh, oh, and anything else you want to say to 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 the to the to the child who's gonna be the man who carries the Gunners podcast uh, episode or season forty five forward? Just learn learn from your father's mistakes. <laughs> 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 rival, rival guys. And, yeah. and and your mother's a lovely woman. Yes, there there are there there's tears going on, and and it's not just because England lost; it's because he realized that that I'm his dad. All right, my friend, I love you, buddy. And we're gonna bring on Daniel now. So uh, all right, so let's, let's see how we get Jake off. Daniel, uh, Daniel Bailey is on the podcast with us. Um, my my Hi, friend. How are you feeling at this moment in time? Uh, apologies if the camera angle is uh, incredibly wonky. Um, but, um, yeah, do you know what, lads? Like, I'm going to be brutally honest. I'm, I'm gutted that England lost, but I'm more gutted for Saka. I've got to be honest. Like When when he missed that penalty, I, I, I was crying. Like, I ain't going to lie. I was in tears. Not because England lost. Yes, that was a gutting. But for that 19-year-old kid to be on the biggest stage of his career at that time to miss a penalty, do you know what? I hope that um, everybody at Arsenal and everybody in this England team is 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 surrounding him with love and 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 just putting their arms around him because I tell you what, at 19 years old, that is a big moment in his career, um, and I just I I'm gutted because I know and we've seen it already with the racist abuse that he's been getting on Instagram which is completely unacceptable and uh, it's it's a big moment in his career he's got to come through that and uh, you know and I'm, I'm credit to Gareth Southgate because as soon as he missed it he went straight over to him and uh, and put his arms around him and do you know what? I'm gutted as an England fan for for losing this but like I said, I'm more gutted for him as a 19-year-old kid. People will question: Should he have been put in that um, position? Should it? Should he have been taking it? But you know what? He's had a brilliant tournament. He's absolutely. carried the team. He's he been brilliant. He absolutely but, should have been put in that ter- in that moment if he wanted to be. And there's and he wouldn't have been in that moment if he didn't want to be. I credit yeah. him. I credit him for stepping up more than I criticize him for missing. That's and do, do you know what? A lot of people are blaming Southgate for putting him in that position. But do you know what? I actually it's an easy thing to do. It, I don't. I don't listen. Garrett, the, this England team has carried the nation. Listen, we've all 
whether it be England or whether it be the United States of America, you know, everybody is everybody has um, has um, experienced this pandemic in a way that listen, it's, we've all been going through tough times, but the way that Gareth Southgate and the way that this England team have have reignited the um, you know the the country of England and the, do you know what? I'm going to be honest, right? Before this tournament, I had fallen out of love with football because the way that Arsenal have been playing this season, the way that we have just massively let let they've let us down. I've, I I went out of last season going, do you know what? I, I've I've had enough of football for a summer, and uh, watching England has made me fall back in love with football. The excitement, the passion, and um, you know, yeah, I just at the at this current at this current time and moment, I'm just so gutted for Saka. I'm, I, I really hope that this doesn't ruin his career because he, he's been on a re, he's been on a magical journey, not just with England but with Arsenal. He's been on a magical journey, and uh, I, I'm just yeah, I just I hope that when he gets back to the Emirates, that the crowd cheer him, that the crowd put their arms around him. Daniel, they will. Daniel, they will. And, 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 you know, there, there are specific people who fight adversity in their career and, and, and it ruins them. But Kaya has never, ever, ever shown that he can be told he can't do something. I, Fully expect him to 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 basically kick on to to use this as fuel. To I mean, I, the, the the guy. I mean, the the, the kid doesn't seem to be a, a for lack of a better word a puss. I mean, like like he put himself in that position. He yeah. was the first substitute for England, not Sancho, not Foden, not uh, Grealish. Him and he got and he got the start. So 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 did did he lose England the World Cup? Fuck no. Do you think he, he rushed? Do you think he rushed the penalty? That he that too. <laughs> he definitely <laughs> didn't lose us. He definitely didn't lose England the World Cup. And I also would say that he didn't lose the Euros. Do, do you think he rushed the penalty? I don't no. know. I mean, like he did, he did what no, he wanted to do, so. and it didn't, and it didn't work out. I mean, it. it, it the it, thing is, like, I, I looked, I look on it, and actually, where England lost the game tonight, and and this is my honest opinion, we lost it as soon as we went a goal up. We actually just, we kind of sat back and thought, okay, this is comfortable. This is the best start we could have had. We didn't. When we went one goal up, we didn't take the game to Italy, and actually, Italy were very lucky. Um, surprisingly as well, Italy are the first team to win two consecutive penalty shootouts in a European tournament, which is the f they're the first team to do it in a major tournament. Um, but I actually, I, I, I think we maybe lost it in that first half when we had the best chance. We, we kind of sat too comfortable. We, we kind of was treating it a bit too... 
uncomfortable, but you know what? No one expects that. to score in the second minute of a game. It changes but, the game in ways that you yeah. cannot even see. The, the, but this is this is the, the, the one thing what I will tell England fans as a whole to pump the brakes because throughout the throughout the competition, I've heard nothing but praise for Gareth Southgate saying that he navigated the competition perfectly in terms of getting a goal and defending quite well. And do you not think that it would be quite um, hypocritical now to turn around and say that that he had the wrong approach by sitting back and, and, and trying to protect that one little lead? I don't, I don't think so. that was Southgate's idea. I think the players shrank. You saw it in the Denmark game before um, when Denmark came back. Um, Pickford was strangely just constantly kicking the ball out. They've not been in that position before, and the Italians' mentality was definitely stronger than the, the English. Um, I still feel, and I know the reality is not the case, had this not been England's first final with this group, I think that group would have beaten Italy. But the Italians scored, and you could see it change. Daniel, were you yeah. going to come in? Do you know the thing is as well, I actually really agree with what you're saying because England, I, I feel, and I still feel like this, I feel like it's a progression, a progression with this team. I feel like that um, in 2018 it was heartbreaking, but I felt at the time, do you know what, actually it's part of the process, you know, to get to a semi-final of a World Cup and then to lose to Croatia... I feel like this team is always learning and, and this will be a massive learning curve for the, for the England team. Like you said, first time being in a final and we didn't know how to handle that. Italy knew how to handle that. They've been in countless European and World Cup finals. So therefore they knew how to handle that. I still feel we're on the cusp of something special with this England team. Yes, this final has been a disappointment and actually... I'm not disappointed that we lost in terms of the fact that, okay, yes, listen, penalties are a lottery. You can lose them. If we'd, yep, lost, agree. If we'd have got battered in normal time, it would have been completely different. But I still feel England gave Italy a good game. Maybe not manage the final as well as they did because lack of experience. But you have to remember the average age of this England squad is 24 years of age. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. This, Daniel, this, there's so much to look forward to. Demsec, do you, do you, I mean, do, do you clearly, you know, you're not, your average age isn't 24, nothing personal, <laughs> but, but, but I mean, do, do, do you That's look 21 forward and to, off. Do, do you look forward to the next 10 years or, 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 or are you basically scarred by the last 40 years and say like, like, I mean, I, I think, I think this is probably our best, uh, at our, as England, best chance to win a major tournament. But I also yeah, don't think that it's over now. So I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful for the future. I mean, because anything can happen in reality. But I'm also very pleased that it's something that the Football Association put into place years ago, and that's finally coming to fruition. To to, to for want to change to something else, else, you know, it's taken England a long time to turn around from being quite dire to being where they are now. 
And I see a similarity with a club that we all share. You know, sometimes it's about patience, isn't it? Is it, ta- is it talent or coaching, though? Because the, the amount of talent we have Both. right now seems incredible, but but the coaching seems underwhelming. Like, like it, are we missing one or the other, or is it just that ta- – I mean – I, I'm not going to say that Roger, that Roger Hodgson, that uh, Roger Hodgson was the lead singer of uh, of Super Tramp. I'm not going to say that, Ro, that that Roy Hodgson was, uh, you know, was an incredible coach, and we just didn't have the players because I don't rate him as a coach at all. But over the last 20 seasons since Brian Robson in 1990 and before, like the players are are, are going to win us something at this point. We have amazing English players so but it but it's about having a team isn't it and that to me isn't just the players that's the manager as well and them all working together them all understanding what they need to do Southgate's changed the team shape for this game changed the team shape for other games and it's about the players buying into that and doing that but also having the intelligence on the pitch to say oh we need to do something a little bit different and that's what was missing tonight is that the occasion got the better of the players. For me personally, I'd probably had Henderson in the middle of the park instead of Rice. And I brought Rice on late on. Is there something twenty four hours ago, didn't we? Daniel, is there something yeah. to be said about the fact that um one dugout had Gareth Southgate and the other had someone with the pedigree of Roberto Mancini. Do you think that that played a factor that maybe Gareth Southgate's inexperience played a part in that? Because to me, when I looked at at both teams on paper, I think that there's a golfing class between England set up and, and Italy set up, and in my opinion, whether experience comes into it or not, they're, they're, in terms of quality, you would say that England probably were the more favourable side. Do you know what? I, I don't necessarily think it was a golfing class. I just actually think that the occasion got to the players a little bit after they scored that, that first goal. And I think actually they they kind of got a false sense of security in the sense that when we went 1-0 up, we thought, oh, do you know what? We're comfortable. You know, this is a comfortable night. I ain't going to lie. Me as a fan at half time, I was I was getting out the popcorn. I was like, "This is going to be a, a comfortable night." But do you know what? Really, Daniel? I mean, like, like my my personal point of view was for 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 eighty eight minutes, I was I was bleeding out of my anus because <laughs> be, 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 well because, because because we took we take the lead in the Euro final in the second minute, and I'm like, okay, now something has to go wrong. Like, I don't think our I don't think. That, that the club got overconfident. I just think that they didn't have the confidence to believe that they could close it out, which is two yeah. different things. But then that comes down to lack of experience. How do we get in this position? You it's not the Italy, same as we deserve to be in this position. You, you think Italy, though, they, they went a goal behind and they were pretty much the second team until half time. And then the second half, they essentially just... Yeah. Did what Italy do, and and I was watching the game, and I was like, Italy's experience is showing through, uh, uh, and you could see that. Okay, they 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 may not have been the better team, but the experience of the Italian team was showing through. And actually, you know what? Sometimes in life, you need to go through this. And the semi-final and final. Listen, we can't go 
we can't get any more experience as as a nation. We, we've been we've been in the semi final. We've had heartbreak. We've been in a final. We've had heartbreak. Um, so the next the next progression is to win it to go that one better and win it. And um, when you look at actually what Gareth Southgate's done, he's actually progressed from every experience that he's achieved as an England manager and with with this England team. So the next progression is to win it. And do you know what? I actually think about this, and, and I'm not just saying this because, uh, you know, England lost and I'm trying to make excuses, but do you know what? If we'd had won, there would have been a section of people going, ah, well, it was too easy for England. You lot, you lot were at Wembley, your home stadium. You had it yeah. set up for you. You bottled it. You, you know, you, yeah. you would have, you know, you. That section of people, I would have, I would have um, um, done things to. I, I don't <laughs> think. That would have been, yeah, that would have been pathetic. Something. I, I think. <laughs> I, I feel with this England team, we're going to win something. I don't, whether it will be Qatar, um, it might be interesting, but I do think we're going to win something with this England team. Uh, you know, it would have been so easy to win it at Wembley and gone, do you know what? Yeah, home fans behind us. And uh, But actually, do you know what? I looked at that game and I know they aren't the best team. But I looked at that game when we played Ukraine and, and and you could see that the pressure was off. And the pressure maybe by England fans put the pressure on this England team, you know, because let's be honest, the England fans and me included, I'm going to lie, me included was going, oh, it's coming home and, you know, everybody in the pub was singing and, you know, listen, it's natural. When when you get to oh, a final and you've not been there for 55 years... It's not a normal situation finished. because the pre the pressure and the narrative just overshadow the situation. So, it's yeah. also humility, you know, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah here, we, here we go, here we go, here we go. All right, Dempsey, we're going <laughs> to... I'm thrilled that you joined us tonight. You're welcome. What, what is your name, by the way? Your name is not Dempsey. Well, my first name's Kevin. Okay. Well, it <laughs> is, really it is a it's a joy to put a hey. face with a name. Uh, you, hey. you've, you, uh, you've you know, it's that Irish ancestry of mine. Good man. That's the, you're, well, what are you, like a quarter Irish? Mm, something a bit less than that. Bit less. Yeah. Well, you're, you're, you're almost a quarter, 100%. <laughs> well, between that and the shirt that you have on, and our interactions in our podcast and on the Highbury Squad, I, I I love you, mate. Thank you for joining us. We're gonna we're gonna bring on You're somebody welcome. new. But anything just, else? Yeah. Any any final things you want to say about uh about? No, I don't think so. I think I think I've said everything. I just still think you know maybe there should be a tattoo that says it's gone to Rome. <laughs> well, we, we we have an announcement, and the tattoo isn't happening. But unfortunately, I've got to do something now, yeah. which is not not cool at all. But but uh, <laughs> you know, I, I'm I'm nothing if not a team player. So Dempsey, stay stay tuned for that. Thanks for joining us, mate. See ya. And uh, and Thanks, we'll see man. you very soon. See you again. All right, so we're gonna bring on uh, a very good friend of mine. Uh, he is. Not American, but he lives in America. He makes incredible T-shirts. Um, he's a very good friend of mine, and 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 I want to hear the raw reactions from his feelings about this game right now. So, Stephen, 
Hey, what's up, no, Mike? No Laguner, Stephen Feely, PSTs.me. But that's it. That's me. But, but what 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 what's going on with you right now? I mean, like like like, are you are you happy or are you angry right now? I don't think we've really spoken that much about this tournament. Um, no, I mean, look, I'm uh, um, actually you know more Irish than I am English, so um, I uh, very early on made a decision to really support Ireland. But um, my kid, you know, he's uh, he was very much into England. He really wanted England to win. But I've also got Italian in-laws back home. In England, so it's a very, very conflicted time in my You're house. The United but, Nations of penis, at this point. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But um, but no, it was it was it was, uh, it was wild, man. It was a, uh, it was quite the. Uh, so, 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 all right, so so I I know what Nor what New Orleans is like. You didn't go to the pub to watch the game. No, I, I almost did, but then I thought I'm just uh, England fans, man. You know, <laughs> I. Uh, I was just like, if, if England won, I'd be like, oh, you know, and if they lost, I'd be like, oh, you know, so I was just. <laughs> All right. Uh, you know, fair, fair enough. Not, not, not a great fan of this, of the situation, but. No, no, I've, look, I've been around it my whole life. So I always All right, so you watch, you watch it at home in, in, in the yeah. borough of New Orleans. Yeah, one, one second, Mike. <laughs> no, no, you don't get to do this on a podcast. <laughs> um, so, so tell me this, mate. Right, so yeah. you're somebody who cheers on Ireland. Uh, yeah. Very, you're, so you're in the exact same situation as me. How was it for you when you seen what Kai Osaka? Uh, no, <laughs> yeah, well, it comes, it comes as a package. Um, how did it feel for you watching Bakayo Osaka step up to take that deciding I, I, As soon as he stepped up, my heart you sank. Knew. Yeah, I was I just no, watch. no, no. This isn't not right. Because I mean, if he scored, then you're just you're gonna explode. Like no matter who, you know, you're supporting whoever, you know, what your allegiances are as nationality. You've that's that's your boy. You know, you just like you wanted to just do well, and I just like I was no, because it was just going downhill for England. It was just things to think a bit. It, for yeah, a bunch of and then because like once Saka comes on, then I'm like I'm on board. You know, let's go England for him and for I've got those English friends and family as well, so yeah, it's great. But just once he, he stepped up and then and he took the and it was an okay penalty. It wasn't a great penalty. Nah, and then, it wasn't great. And, and then tell, and tell then, me this: out of interest, see when you're watching England play, hmm. how does it feel for you to see Declan Rice and Jack Grealish parading about as the pride of England? Uh, that's another podcast, man. <laughs> that's that's just a, a, I I I I always imagine what Ireland would be had they you know. Had those, been, they, 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 would be the, they would be the superstars of that team, and mm -hmm. now they're like, okay, Declan Rice has a start, but he's he's, he's doing all right. But like, really, sh should be a starter for England. Mm -hmm. He's good enough, but like, but he's he would definitely be a starter for Ireland, and would have changed Ireland. Ireland has a very shallow pool of mm -hmm. players that, to choose from. So that narrative isn't really where I want to go with this podcast. <laughs> well, he just I mean, he's I, just taking I, his opportunity to talk about it. Like... Yeah, no, but um, <laughs> but in, in terms of just because um, it's interesting being quite objective to an extent the game today and then and then seeing Saka and then they did dwelling on his tears man it's just leave him alone just stop mm -hmm. it it's mm -hmm. but they had the right thing I mean I think Stephen Maneman said it on the well, as much as I can understand Stephen Maneman he was saying like you know was why is Saka the fifth guy mm -hmm. like okay Saka may have said I'll do it boss but let's be responsible here he's a 19 year old kid and yeah, he's got the balls to step up and do it. But why isn't Sterling doing that? 
that should be he's been the guy banging in the goals. I, like I, I may or may not have had something to drink tonight, but I thought Sterling had been subbed out. He wasn't subbed out. He no, just didn't that's why I, yeah, uh, him and, and Mason Mount, I thought. Because I, I said that to a few people, and they were like, okay, well, then that makes sense. But if I was wrong, no, he, he was, was still he in the game. Still in there, because he took out, when he brought on Sancho and Rashford, he took off uh, Henderson doing his old Southgate's, Southgate's yeah. trademark. Let's take sub off of someone sub, I brought on. Sub of a sub. Sub of and a sub. then, um, yeah, and then... Andrew came on cold and he says, Hey, go take some penalties. Yeah, cheers, Did, mate. It's know, terrible. I wonder if um I wonder if Gareth Southgate panicked in that moment of, of Saka taking the penalty because Remember in Euro ninety six he he did the same thing obviously with himself and uh, and he missed that penalty. I wonder if he just panicked and maybe thought, Do you know what, Saka's strong mentality, he might um change the narrative and maybe he thought you know what i'm going to give him a chance give i'm glad so i'm glad Saka. look it's it's raw right now but there were 11 players on the pitch for england Saka was a, pl a player that was given and, and and it's been the case throughout the entire tournament where he was the first guy off the bench before foden when he was healthy before grealish before sancho and and to start most games in front of Mount and all those guys, I I, I look at that as a positive. The fact that he missed the penalty is yeah. overall definitely. definitely. It, it is awful. It is, Mike it hurts. Is absolutely yeah. horrendous. Let's get it from the other side here, Mike. How are you? Are you good? Um, as somebody who no, you, follows, have to, you have to let him answer the question. No, no, I know. I don't really care how he is, to be honest with you. I just want him <laughs> to throw some. To throw some digs at England right now, okay? It's a very limited window um, of opportunity that I have here, and I'm going to take full advantage of it. Trust um, the uh, <laughs> English, do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I'm fully look, man. I'm Italian, okay? I know the accent may not sound it, but I am. Um, Mike, <laughs> <laughs> Mike, as somebody who follows Italian football, do you think that this was the classic English thing of? underestimating your opponent and overestimating what they had in their locker um a bit i mean when it comes to the the way the game started and the lineup that came out i, I think it it lent to that narrative of, of being overconfident because you know scoring within the first two three minutes the you know the, the first half i i, I feel very comfortable saying that england could have scored another goal. I mean, the Italians were barely getting. I think it was literally a, a free kick and a and a penalty that that you know literally. I think McGuire it was or Stone that passed it out of bounds, so they, they got a corner. So I could see why they got their hopes up. Um, it, it's really difficult to to like get a real feel for what the fans feel because I'm I'm on social media and um, if I if oh. I could, if I could divert just a little bit, I will say that. I'm gonna share this for dear for dear listener as a. I'm gonna say I fell victim of online toxicity, and I think it. I allowed it to get into my head a little bit more. So going into this game, I had a little bit more pent up anger for England, like for them to lose more than I actually anticipated. To be completely honest, so it was a really weird experience. Um, but. Yeah, I don't know if it was like fan for you or what, but you know, online. Are fan you sure? Are, are you sure you're not part, part Irish as well? Because you sound like a bitter bastard to me. I well, <laughs> you know, you could be Irish. 
No, no, hundred. Look, I, look. If you're asking me if I'm happy, I'm I'm thrilled utterly one. I, I've said it on the air before. I've said it on another podcast. Um, I've watched. I'm not. I'm obviously not Italian. Um, we joke joking around. You know the the Mexican flag and Italian flag. They, they look the same, right? Just you know, minus the eagle and whatnot. Um, I've I've been watching Italy. It's kind of like been my inner my European team to support for since the '90s, and that's mostly because I would watch Serie A, and I always liked the players, so I had the connection. So going into the game, I was 100% rooting for for Italy, and they accomplished it. And I celebrated it. I, you know, penalties were absolutely wild. We got, I went to this uh, restaurant, this bar called Buffalo Wild Wings here in America. We this had a really good crowd. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a strange bar. There, there's no, no other bar like it, but it's called Buffalo Wild Wings. There's Buffalo Wild Wings. And it's, yeah. uh, well, there's and 97 it's, different Buffalo Wild Wings in the States. No, I'm, I'm happy for you, man. Look, you have been supporting Italy since the start. You haven't just been against ours uh, against um, it, England, yeah. although you have been. But but you haven't just been against them like like Owen. You've been you, you've been supporting a team that means a lot to you. And and look, it. I, I'm 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 happy for you. I'm I'm thrilled that you're on the podcast. I I, I think we should probably introduce uh, Sebi at this point because I just added him to the podcast 10 minutes ago and then said absolutely nothing. And it seems as though we just have a guy who's just out in the middle of nature and now he's gone. gone. (laughs) (laughs) I have it on good authority that there's there's wild bears and deers where he's at. So maybe a bear got him. I mean, yeah, I I think he passed away just about five seconds ago. And and now we don't have to put him back on the podcast again. So, so, uh, so Steven. Mm-hmm. What shirts are we going to make over this? I have an idea. I actually have something <laughs> I'd like to talk to you about, Stephen. Okay, because we um, had a little bet on. I'm not sure uh, if you know, yeah. Mike. Feel free to play the clip um, of. of, of I don't want to play the clip anymore because the clip is no longer <laughs> applicable. I loved so, the clip when it was applicable, but yeah, now yeah, you roped me into something now that uh, yeah, this was the case. I, I, I'm telling you, and I'll make this bet with you right now, here and now, with my uh, with Hertz as our witness. All right, if England win the Euros, I will get it's coming home tattooed on me. All right, that that Whoa. that is it. And, and I'm not. I don't throw things out lightly. All right, I will. Oh, no. Okay. I, I, I'm telling you, and I'll make. That was that was I, when there were 16 teams left in the tournament. I stand by my whoa. I am now roped into a situation where now that you know it was the finals, I have to add some sort of collateral forfeit situation, which no one's calling it a forfeit in the states, but that's apparently what it's called. And um, and now yeah, and now I'm the one that has to, to to do stupid shit. How is that? So essentially, um, everybody's favorite YouTuber, um, Mr. Lee Gunner, um, has a mer- has a merchandise range, um, and Mike has agreed to wear Mr. Lee Gunner's merchandise for twenty episodes of this season. Um, but we're not sure that it's going to be available in size or anything. So if needs be, Stephen, would you be able to make us some tailor made merchandise? Not only making me do that, but you're also making it very clear that I'm fucking I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sure, yeah, not sure if I can make any uh, 
can't believe you agreed to do that. <laughs> Lee Gunner stuff. I might yeah. be. You might, I don't want Lee Gunner coming after me. <laughs> now, <laughs> what, now, were you drunk when you agreed to do that? Now, Daniel, I I know that you you your friends are not always uh, directly opposed to the friends that I have. I, I I know that we have some mutual friends and that we have some mutual not friends, but but yeah, um, I now have to buy. <clears throat> Either a shirt or a, or a sweatshirt. It's it's up to Owen at this point because those are the. Is he got it? My only worry is we're going to have to do this under a different name because he's not going to send it to Mike Feinberg. No, I already I, I, already, I already put in Rufus, Rufus McClanahan. He doesn't send it out himself. To see whether they sent it to the U.S. and they do, it's just like it's just like fifteen quid shipping instead of. So yeah, I'm going to have to spend money on that. I'm going to have to. Do you think the tattoo was going to be free? No, no, and 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 I recognize that. So yeah, so so look, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm not. I'm not worried. I'm not weaseling. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not worried. You don't. Yeah, you don't sound worried at all. Make sure you have a handful of alcohol before you do the stream. But, <laughs> but but the original bet was he said, okay, you have to wear league owner paraphernalia. In every podcast for our next season, and I'm like, I'm like, I'm not wearing that goddamn shirt when I, when I chat, when we chat with Alan Smith and <laughs> and Lee Dixon, like, like I'm, I'm just not gonna do that. And he says, okay, so, so, so ten, so, so he was trying to say every podcast that we don't do them, and I said, okay, twenty podcasts. So August second, we're gonna do, we're gonna do a four hour podcast that consists of twenty minutes per podcast. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, lads, Don't back do to it. the Euros. Yeah. Okay, what I want to do is is, is throw let's it around Seb, to the boy. Let's get Sebi in this. Yeah, get Sebi. You can join in in this, but your connection is so our, far behind that we'll, our resident we'll let, Frenchman will let you catch up, <laughs> lads. Player of the tournament. Let's throw it around there for the Euros. Who are we going to start with? Um, Hello, everybody. Hertz, you're, a, you're a host, so I'll, uh, I'll, his connections like mine was in my car. Um, player of the tournament hurts. <laughs> Um, I'm going to go with Benucci. Uh, he's been an absolute defensive beast, and he got the equalizer today. Stepped up, scored a penalty. He's been fantastic. I mean, I, I think when it comes to the Italian side, the only one you could put ahead of him is potentially Donnarumma, but that's because they went to you know penalty shootouts and whatnot. But um, I'm going with them simply. You know, they won, so it's very easy for me. But if, if you're asking me to pick an Englishman, uh, I got to go with, with Raheem Sterling, uh, even though I – I'm consistently right now currently arguing with a set of uh, friends of mine as to why he was not one of the ones that took the penalty. So, but as far as performances I within be, the 90 I minutes, have to be honest with you. Him. I thought I did not look, look, I may or may not have had mood altering um, substances during the game. And I, I thought that he had been subbed off by the time that the penalties were taken. So, so for him to not be one of the five, well, I'm actually think, really, really questioning that. I, I could be wrong. Was Hend I feel like Henderson was on. I, I feel like he came on. So I, he came I wrong on. Henderson came on. Okay, so I was thinking. I, I was looking at the lineup and I thought Sterling. I thought of Grealish. Players with mm -hmm. you know a vast majority, but you know for for one reason or another, I I, I saw in a group. I really don't know if I, I couldn't find the quotes. I were looking for them, and it said Southgate said that he chose the players in that order to protect them, which I don't even know what that means. But I haven't been able to find. No, you, you 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 do it to win the tournament. You don't protect people. You win yeah. the tournament. So anyway, player of the tournament, Stephen. Um, I mean, I think Benucci's a good shout. 
I think him and Cellini at the back were phenomenal for most of the tournament. Um, pretty immovable for the most part. And then like he gets the goal, bags his penalty at the end of the last game. So mm-hmm. I think overall, I mean, Italy were overall really impressive. So for it not to be an Italian player, I think it'll be surprising. Um, and like like we said, like with Sterling, yeah, he he got, played well. We got the goals, but overall, like he basically disappeared in the final. Mm-hmm. Sterling himself. So yeah, yeah. No, what what I was saying in the match when we were up one nil, and I was saying this to uh, to Drew because I was I, we had a we had a massive like back to back conversation going on. And I was like, Luke Shaw may have just sealed his man. If Luke the Shaw game had ended that way, yeah. if that game had ended that way, I was like, Luke Shaw will get the recency bias of, of, of playing well in the tournament and then winning the final if yeah. it had ended up that way. And I'm like, Sterling's been the better player, but Luke Shaw will probably win. Also, you know, Luke Shaw is white. So like, so, so I, I was like, the, the press will obviously get, you know, give that to him. But uh, uh, no, I, I um, you you've got a you've got a name, probably Benucci or or one of those guys. I mean, you, England players that would win the, the the player of the tournament. Raheem Sterling would be my guy, no question about it. He was fantastic in this tournament, and Daniel? Luke Shaw was probably the number two. Daniel, yeah, for me. Um... Do you know what? It's it's gonna be either for me. I'm 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 undecided between Raheem Sterling, and I know he didn't have a great game in the final. And the same with my second player. He didn't have a great game in the final, but he was a breakout star. Was uh, Locatelli? Um, for me, it was probably. Uh, uh, Is that just because you want? That's just because you want us to sign him, mate. Just, just, but <laughs> he, you but do you know what though? Locatelli had a great breakout like nobody knew who really knew who he was until these euros and actually he came onto the scene in these euros scored a couple of goals and actually now everyone wants to sign him so mm-hmm. for that you can't really look at the euros and go who else was the breakout star of the euros maybe renato sanchez you could look at but for me, I have one. locatelli's probably edging it just because people are now going, oh, do you know what? I want to sign this guy. There are gerbils all over the Arsenal uh, Twitter sphere that are raving about about Renato Sanchez at this point. So I think that, like, when I look at player of the tournament, it's a shame, maybe not a shame, that these teams didn't get so far. But I think Paul Paul Pogba was outstanding in the group stages. So so was was Gini Wijnaldum. That's the thing. Like, like, can you can you have a player for me? For me, no. For me, you have to get to at least the semis to get it. But uh, there's one that I would name, and and it's just heartbreaking that he didn't really get to go. The um, and correct me, uh, our our resident uh, pronunciation (laughs) expert. Mike Hernandez will correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, Spinazzola for for Italy was absolutely phenomenal. They missed um, him until they got his yeah that injury, and I, I do think that they lost a bit of their bite um, when he fell out of the side. So um, for me, he would be my player of the tournament simply because it was taken away from him rather than him fizzing out. Um, so yeah, I don't know, but um. I think I'm gonna have I to had spinach for dinner last night and and, and it fucking sucked. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have spuds. 
No. So this is this is for me for 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 a uh, Arsenal fan that likes Italy. This has been one of the more bittersweet finals <laughs> that I that I've seen, and like Owen's reaction to the soccer miss was was just absolutely my, 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 staggering. My, my, you, had, you had no desire for England to win this game, but then like the way Zero. that it ended, like like what did it give you? Like, like 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 that's what I, I want the raw reaction because because you. And, and and I'm not blaming you. I'm the exception to the rule of of an, an of an American who who's rooting for England. You wanted England to die, but like the way it happened, I never said that. I know, I know. <laughs> but, the, but the way the way it happened, like, like like that's what I'm curious about with the whole soccer thing. Does that change anything for you, or like? Yeah. Well, again, it, it look it go. It I'm goes not back saying it should. I'm not saying it shouldn't. I'm not judging you by that. I'm just wondering what your reaction. Is. No, it, it was it was extremely bittersweet. That that's that's what I can tell you is because I I'm watching it and and look I we all consume a substantial amount, amount of, of club of yeah of club a club football not spaghetti of club football more than international. So it's very normal I, I believe to be attached to club players. So you know a whole lot more and the, the fact that he's hail in and all this. This kid, you know, we saw him debut when he was like 17 or so. And so the attachment, I, I can't help but look at Saka and think, oh, he's an Arsenal player. I mean, my 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 two buddies I was watching the, the, the game with who are not deeply invested in, in football at all, but they, they'll come along and watch the games with me because I don't have a lot of like local friends that like the sport. Look, the, the minute Saka stepped on, my, my friend Anthony goes, ah, oh, the fucking Arsenal player. Just to wind me up, right? And he like he he knows of Saka because of Arsenal, and like he'll Google search it just to take the piss out of me when they lose. So well, and, and and I've got I've got friends who have lived in England, but there are there are Arsenal fans. I mean, like I got I got friendships where where and, and they're taking the piss, but they're like, oh, um, who who was it that scored the first goal for Arsenal or for uh, for England today? They're, they're like, oh, are we? Yeah, we're like, are we all Manchester United fans because of Luke Shaw? And I'm like. No, not Eng England. He, he was he was yeah. he was going in on me for obvious because because he knows that I'm I'm a bear that can be easily poked, but 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 he's like he's like oh so we're all Manchester United fans now because Luke Shaw scored and I'm like no that's not how it works exactly, mm -hmm. but uh, yeah, yeah. And, and I see I see now a, a, a photo in our uh, oh. Our good, good friend. Yeah. Not, I, I don't think I'm going to enjoy this very much. But. <laughs> this is from our good friend Sebi. Yeah, our good friend Sebi. Sebi has been in the uh, in, in the chat, but his his no his he he's internet he's, he's texting stuff. me right now. His internet is just horrible. He, yeah. he wasn't able to get on either. No. All right. So all right. So the game's been over. I, I'm gutted. I'm I'm absolutely gutted. Um. We're gonna finish this off in about nine minutes because we're coming up on seven thirty, twelve thirty uh, uh, time. But 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 Daniel, encouraged about the future of England or absolutely gutted at this moment? Yes. Um, I think. Yes. I, <laughs> I think I'm encouraged because we we, you you know forget. Okay, the, listen. This final hurts. It absolutely does, and it's it's painful on a on an England level, and a you know as an Arsenal fan for Bukayo Saka. But we've had some achievements in this tournament. You know, we've managed to 
beat Germany in the last 16 for the first time, which is we've never done. We've got to a final, which we've never done. And um, it would have been so easy had we had won it on home soil. And I think a lot of people will be criticising us for that. So the fact that we didn't do it, maybe it's a blessing when we do win it. It won't be... The, the the stars won't be as aligned and and you know I had had we won it people would be going oh well you had easy you had it easy you had all your games at Wembley apart from the quarterfinals and so maybe it's a blessing that we didn't win it on home soil maybe winning it away from home might might do us some good do you know Daniel of, do you know where Euro twenty twenty four is Germany it is yeah. And, and and will anyone bitch and complain about the fact that they get to play all their games at home? Can I can is, I give, give a it, different perspective on imagine, that? <laughs> could you imagine us winning it in Germany? Oh my God! I in, like your I like your energy. As an England supporter, <laughs> as a fat guy, and as a Jew, I think I would love to win it in Germany. <laughs> It's coming. <laughs> oh, look, fuck, please, please, please. Do you know, in all seriousness, no, we, I'm proud of the boys for what they've achieved. And, uh, you know, a lot of people are throwing criticism at Gareth Southgate for, you know, the, the game that he played and, and, and stuff and tonight's. And, you know, it's it's a lot of ifs, buts and maybes. And, you know, on another day, we it might have, um, you know, it might have fallen for us. But do you know what? It's it's a process. Um, I know we we're That's fed up of hearing that as an Arsenal fan. You know we hear that all the time. Uh, but it is. And, and <laughs> let, let me be honest. If it wasn't for this England team, I would be done with football. Like honestly, Arsenal killed my passion for football. Like honestly, the the last season. Yeah, has the, the, Daniel, my hold, hold on, a, hold on a second. Listen closely. I'll say that I have to trust the process. I'll say that. I Okay. Sorry, sorry, my friend. Keep but, going. But the, the you know Arsenal season killed my passion for football, and I said after the season, I said, you know what, right? I ain't never ever watching football for two or three months, and then England just kind of, you know, it cap, you know, they captured the nation, they captured the 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 spirit, and maybe the fans over-enthusiasm for being in a final maybe cost us. Maybe the players saw that and got a bit too carried away because I, I I did notice in this performance as well tonight that they weren't as focused as they usually are. They weren't as focused as, you know, in every single game up until tonight, they were really focused and you could see like, you know what, they're not letting the progression or the occasion get to them. But tonight I saw... A little bit of wow, we're in a final. We need to actually perform. The whole weight of the nations behind us, and and I think that maybe you've got to them. But you know what? I ain't making any excuses. Fair play to Italy. Listen, Donnarumma. Do you know what I mean? Like literally, he covered the goal. There's no way you're getting the ball past him. Um, but also, I just want to say, Saka. Keep your head up, son, because it hurts now. But you know what? You'll come back stronger. And isn't it ironic? The two most young, talented players in the tournament, both Saka and Kylian Mbappe, both missed penalties in their respective uh, knockout Daniel, games. Daniel, that 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 is a phenomenal point. 
and your 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 judgment and your your intuition about this game is is, is incredible. Um, and 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 I agree with every single thing you just said, mate. So uh, so you know what? It's coming home, 2020. Oh fuck! 22. Don't start again. Fuck shit. Give it a rest. <laughs> What's the bet there? Hey, it's coming home. Hey, at least at least if it comes home in Qatar, I can go and yeah. see it. Another thing as well. Can I make another well, point? Right. See this it's coming home song. And say see when you sing it and you just keep still say 30 years of it. There's 50 fucking five years now. Okay. Let's I was I was I was getting ready to oh, no, while we're we on the coming home uh part, I just needed to share this. <laughs> Mikey, <laughs> uh, take the other one off. There you go. Uh, <laughs> all right, look, you know, I deserve it. I yes, understand that I've been married. Uh, yes, that was the brainchild of Sebi. He, uh, Mikey, he says hi yeah. for you, by the way. Yeah, well, you know, of course. I love Sebi and I hate Sebi. <laughs> look, lads, um, look, don't don't worry about it. Here's my advice to English fans from a neutral. Okay, so next time round, don't be so fucking big-headed and start talking about the final when you're still in the group stage. Don't size up teams before you've not played the team before then. Don't promise to get a tattoo when there's 16 teams left in the tournament. Don't be doing your little That was my issue with Rio Ferdinand, right? When when Rio was covering the Italy-Spain game, and he's just like, we're going to blow past these teams. I don't see anything that we can't. And like they hadn't even played the Denmark game. So mm-hmm. it's 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 difficult. Look, I'm look, gonna say it's look, difficult look, because look, there's some look, there, there's a lot of nuance to this. Yes, England is has, has a lot of that stuff, but we've talked about it in our private chat. Yes, it is yes, it, it is and, pro- I, and I appreciate it, that chat. It's I pro- will, it's projecting England's insecurities that has a lot to do with that. And you know what? When people project their insecurity, sometimes you just let them do it, and you don't look. you don't come down on them for that, but. I will reiterate the point that I made on the other podcast. Okay, well, it's, the fact, it's, the, it's the fact that Blackburn, Blackburn have more well, right yeah, to talk about being Jack. Premier League let, champions let, let than England do. Can I? I just want to say something, right? To to your last point. In all fairness, the the England players haven't been looking ahead to the next get, looking ahead to the final, and not seeing the next game. It's the supporters that have been. Well, and I'm not. I'm not. And I'm not. I'm not. Criti- I'm not criticizing the England team as a group of players. I think they're a very good group <laughs> of players. He's criticizing. I'm criticizing the fan base. Was it Mount? Was it Mount that Blank was taking the of the Italians? The, I think it was Mount, or was somebody? Else? No, Mikey was doing the. The Italian hand slang no, and no, training. No, no one involved in England football has ever done anything wrong in their entire life. I oh, think okay. Pickford we'll go with that. I like he that. saved his penalty. Yeah. And Pickford yeah. saved his last penalty. I think he was doing this. All right. Like, well, Steve. you have to watch that. <laughs> Mike's about he's wearing his gloves. You couldn't see him. <laughs> I have to say. The, the, whole po- the whole point of this podcast was <laughs> that by the end of the podcast, I would admit that it didn't come home and that I would feel better about you my have to admit it. and that it's not going that way. No, point. no, you're still you're you're digging in further. This is the, the wrong crowd, Mike. It's gonna be a I'm long not, podcast, gentlemen. I, 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 I thought I would cry on this podcast and I will. Uh I will afterwards. My well my son was on earlier. I you know you understood what what what, what we shared and what we what we uh what, what we had to deal with uh in this situation. But um Look, if if people want to be pleased, 
they can be pleased. Can I can I just highlight a serious issue? Um, and I don't want to sort of. We did, we did, we did talk about this earlier, but I want to hear it from you. I, I don't want to take this podcast to a whole serious level because I know this podcast is madness. Um, <laughs> but I just listen. Bakaya Saka missed the penalty, um, but it doesn't excuse the the torrent of racist abuse that he's got on Instagram. Yeah. I want to well, say that's completely acceptable. Uh, yeah, despite we despite we... the banter that everybody's had, despite the banter that. Uh, you know, we're all having on this podcast. Listen, he's a young lad. He's, uh, you know, he's plying his trade. He, listen, he had a bump in the road, but no player, whether you're black, white, pink with yellow spots on, deserves racist abuse. It's, and, it's just Mr. mad. And Daniel, 100%, we started off this podcast by saying that uh, we were already seeing tweets. I mean, I mean, when you look at the five players that took penalties for Arsenal, or for, for, for England, when you... It, it, it it's a disgustingly clear narrative and and we just hope that we wouldn't have seen it and we're already seeing it so yeah daniel you're 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 absolutely right uh your your words are your words are appreciated do you know I the mean, thing, you know the thing is mike right when 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 i've experienced it myself with in, in respects to my disability it, it just it just hits at home when you see it happen in a in a racist way you know it just it just hits at home and it just it just makes you kind of sick when you see that happening you know if it, could you imagine right yeah if i if i was up there taking a penalty and missed it i'll be well, like, daniel daniel and, and and this may end my career as as a person but like <laughs> if if we had five blind people taking penalties that probably would have been a problem right mate you know what mate it pro we probably would have hey listen our sense of touch is better than a uh, I abs absolutely no i think you could have done it and 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 if you've seen the shootout that andy and i did in denver a couple of years ago for goodness versus cancer then i mean like like you, no one could do worse than that so let me tell uh, you blind I, people, I don't want to i don't want to hear the narrative let uh, me tell you blind people make great goalkeepers because our sense of touch and the, the fact that we just put our bodies on the hey listen i remember <laughs> back in um Back in school, I saved a penalty just by someone smacking it right into my face. I was in tears, and every I was, I was only twelve at the time. I was in tears. Everybody was cheering me because That's I saved fantastic. a penalty. I, I love that, and 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 I love how proud you are of that. That's amazing. Do you, do you want to know what? I think that is actually a really really good place to finish off on. That's a, <laughs> no, not a blind person being smacked in the face with a football when he was a child. Going on. But You're taking no, the celebration thing way too. The, 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 the fact, no, what I would say I would like to finish off on is the fact that if if the if this result shows us anything. All right, it's the level of support we have as Arsenal fans. I will be quite frank, and I have been quite frank. There is no team apart from United and Spurs I hate more than England. You know, I would. There's very little I would rather see than England losing. And I actually said to my brother just before, maybe it was a good thing to get that England got to the final because they'll be ten times more disappointed when they lose. But but the fact that people like me, but but the fact that people like me and Mike Hurts and and people all over the world now are sitting there and they're they're not enjoying this because it's an Arsenal boy that has to go through the misery of missing a penalty in a national final. It's I think it just shows the level of support that everybody has for for Arsenal Football Club and its players. Well, and I wish it hadn't come to that. I, I you know if 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 your if Jorginho had hit that penalty as he has hit every penalty 
this the narrative about Arsenal and Saka wouldn't be there, and all of the viciousness about you know England versus Italy would have been there. I, I like I, I let's, hate, let's blame Chelsea. Well, I like yeah, that well, idea. Well, we Chelsea because their player didn't score. We should. I hope we should. that that's we should, but... not the defining moment that people remember Saka for. I hope yeah. that it won't be. It will people, not be. I hope. No, people, he's too young. When, when people say Bakaya Saka, I don't want them to immediately think, "Oh, he missed a penalty." I want them to think of all the stuff that he'd done before. And remember, in this tournament, he was one of the shining lights. In they're this gonna, tournament. Daniel. And, they're uh, gonna think of all the things that he's done after. And 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 what whether it's for Arsenal or England, we'll see. But but the, that will not define his career. I have never been well, more confident in something that 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 Bukayo Saka's career is not going to be defined by what just happened in the last couple of hours. Man. The fact that he was the first choice substitute that he played in front of Grealish and Sancho and and Bellingham and and Mount in in some cases, I guess. That's what will be uh, – that guy's going to be so much better for Arsenal this fall because of his experience this summer, and it doesn't even it, – it, not because of the, the penalty they missed. So as disappointed and as gutted as I am about this, as devastated as I am that yet again Arsenal – or England has not won the tournament. Um, there's so much to look forward to, and, uh, and fuck, I mean, now I got to wear – what do I gotta do? I gotta wear. Sure, he got merchandise. Yeah, he's not got the best merchandise. I tell you that much. It's no. awful. It's, it's just awful. it's gonna be great because it's yeah. gonna be really tight on still, you too. The website uh, is still promoting like a like a a, a a Black Friday like November 2020 thing. I'm not even sure that the website's still operational. But if it is, I'll buy, so I'll buy to find the out. Shirt. You guys know, Mike. Mike, I have I have a friend that prints shirts. We'll get you one. Oh, so, so even if his website's not open, you're going to make, I'll make you a, a, a personalized Lee Gunner one, just like a big, just Lee Gunner. So this is fierce. Yeah. Just um, like there. No, 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 the LG thing I'm fine with. If it's his face, then, then, then no. LG gonna could wait. mean anything. We're going to have to wait till the next yeah. World Cup. It's going to be Orange in. Cassidy, Mike. And it looks like Lee Gunner. Orange, and, Orange Cassidy. Yeah. I know. wear all kinds um, of Orange Cassidy. Be, before, um, Owen, do you want to say your goodbyes? Because I noticed in the private chat that you said you need to go. Yeah, I'm going to go, boys. I've <clears throat> got to get up with a young child in the morning. Um, my daughter, not any young child. That would be weird. <laughs> um, anyway. Put some context on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I thought about. I do that quite quickly. Random, yeah, random, random nice young children are, yeah. are, are waking up in your home. Right. <laughs> anyway, boys, it's, uh, it's, it's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure. Go Italy. Right. Owen, Owen, Owen. It's going home. Congratulations. Home, Mike. No, no, no. I think it's pretty much not at this point. Sta, sta tornando a casa. Con what did he say? Good luck. Bye. Oh, congratulations. Mike, Thank congratulations. Uh, Steven, Goodbye. we're going to see each other soon, mate, right? Yeah. Um, some point. I'm not sure when, but yeah. You're not coming to Orlando? Uh, no, man, I can't make that happen. But I'll, uh, I'll try. I'm still trying to send on you some things for uh, for Gunas versus Cancer so you can have a, have the raffle and do things out there. All right. Well, but you've yeah, always been very supportive. That. I appreciate that. And 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 Daniel Bailey, uh, my friend, uh, thanks for joining us for the entirety of this podcast, sharing your misery with us and letting us share it with you. Bud, we love you. We'll talk to you soon. 
No, this and, is, uh, it's a pleasure. It's absolutely always a pleasure, Mike. Anytime you need me, just give me a shout and I'll always be there. So a uh, big supporter of your channel, big supporter of the podcast. And uh, I know you've, um, you know, you've helped me out with things privately and stuff. So yeah, listen, mate, it's always a pleasure. Hey, well, you know what? It, it, it's not coming home, but our podcast is still going strong. So come on, you non-England gooners. <laughs>